breaking news coming out of Shelton Manor as police arrive at the scene of a dinner party turned murder spree. Blake Shelton is confirmed dead along with four other celebrities as we learn more about the dinner party massacre. Still no word on Gwen Stefani. Police have now released the names of the two people said to be behind the Shelton Manor massacre. Pictured above are Detective Rye and Detective Peyton of Spitz. Major updates in the Shelton Manor massacre as eyewitnesses state that Detectives Peyton and Rye had no involvement in the murders and were actually the heroes of the night. We'd like to retract our previous statement and apologize to Detective Peyton and Detective Rye as new information comes to us now. A massive conspiracy has been uncovered at Shelton Manor following the massacre as police discover weapons of some destruction and multiple evil plans in the country singer's home. Detective Peyton and Detective Rye are now being hailed as heroes due to their undeniable hand in stopping Blake Shelton's criminal behaviors. Captain America is here to weigh in. Coming up, I sat down with the brave private investigators Rye and Peyton, who looked at the face of pure evil and won. It's time we heard their side of the story. Massive updates in the case of Blake Shelton, as a string of celebrity murders dating all the way back to John Bonet are pinned to him. Most of these murders solved by our favorite detectives, Peyton and Rye. Murder on the dance floor? You know who to call. That's right, celebrity, private investigators, and Blake Shelton whistleblowers, Detective Rye and Detective Peyton, are entering the ballroom in the new season of Dancing with the Stars. Join us tomorrow for an interview with Dancing with the Stars' newest winner, Detective Rye, and his dance partner, Val Shemakovsky, followed by an interview with runner-up Detective Peyton and her partner, Sasha Farber. Who's that air fryer? Why, it's Detective Peyton, of course. That's right, after last night's Mass Singer finale, the fan-favorite air fryer was crowned the winner and revealed to be none other than celebrity Detective Peyton. This win comes as a triumph to the detective duo after Detective Rye was eliminated first due to his offensive yet creative costume portraying the destroyed Titan submersible. What can't they do? Celebrity detectives Ryan Payton took Celebrity Fear Factor by storm, winning the competition by sitting in a tank full of cockroaches for nearly 17 minutes. When asked how they did it, the two just responded, You think that was a lot of roaches? You should have seen our last apartment. Congratulations, Detective Rye. You are the winner of Celebrity Jeopardy. This has been Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Congratulations to our newest winner, Detective Peyton. America's newest sweetheart? That's one mystery we'll have to solve ourselves. That's right, Detective Peyton was spotted lip-locking with none other than Captain America this past weekend at a Red Sox game. Hi guys, I'm Julia Fox here with my co-host Travis Kelsey. I'm Travis. Nice to meet you. Totally. And welcome to the new season of MTV Cribs. Me and Travis are going to check out the hottest pads in the country so we can see how the sexy upper class are spending their spare change. Uh, Julia, I thought we were looking at people's houses. I I don't think I want to look at pads. Pads means houses, Travis. I'm trying to be like hip. And retro. Oh, okay. We're here to look at people's pads. Why don't you tell everyone whose house we're at today, Travis? Uh, Julia, can I see you in the back for a second? Uh, what, Travis? Whose house is this again? Seriously? You don't remember? I cannot believe you. This is obviously... Travis! Julia! I thought I heard someone out here. Peyton, false alarm. Turn off the anti-home invasion turrets. It's MTV Cribs. What? MTV Cribs? Oh, well, come on in. Thank you so much, Detective Peyton. 
Oh, please. Detective Peyton was my father. You can just call me Peyton. Uh, okay, Peyton. Tell us about your new crib. I'd love to. So after we killed Blake Shelton and brought the country music criminal underground to a grinding halt, we figured we needed some new digs. So with the money we got from our many brand deals, along with Rise Celebrity Survivor prize money, not to mention the money we got from our Lifetime original movie. Which comes out next month, by the way. (laughs) We had enough money to buy an apartment with a bathroom that worked after 5 p.m., unlike our last place. But we figured, why stop there? After all, Barbara Corcoran owed us a favor. So we asked her to find us the best, most tricked out apartment in all of New York City with the best security system money can buy to protect us from our myriad of enemies. Oh, of course. Uh, Where are my manners? Cribs, please say hello to Jingle Bell and Mudslide, our home security liaisons. We imported them from Rye's hometown of North Pole, Alaska to make sure they can handle whatever gets thrown at them. They've seen it all. Literally everything. They were cursed by a witch to know how and when every single person they ever meet will die. Love, love, love that. Security personnel haunted by the weight of their own knowledge is so in right now. I used to be haunted by my own knowledge, but then I traded my brain to a witch in exchange for a date with Taylor Swift. Now I never have any scary thoughts and I have a pretty girlfriend. Thanks, witch. You can use code Travis for 20% off, less body parts harvested, and your first deal. Wait, was that a brand deal? Yeah, the witch who grants wishes in exchange for body parts is one of today's sponsors. Well, that's, um, cool. So why don't the two of you show us around the rest of your house? We'd love to, right this way. So, after the front entrance, you'll be in the mud room. Which is the room where we make mud. Exactly. Then through the mud room, you'll be in the coat room. Is that the room where you make coats? Oh no, Travis, don't be stupid. The coat room is where you leave your coat after a long day of work. As detectives, wearing coats is part of our jobs. So it's nice to have a room in which to leave our coats and really separate work from our living space. The coat room comes equipped with a full bar, a white noise machine, and a decontamination chamber. And what exactly are you decontaminating? Uh, we don't really know. Uh, no one's allowed to use it anymore because the first guy who used it melted into a puddle of slime. But he was a germ-free puddle of slime. But anyway, you guys aren't here to investigate our misuse of innovative and unconventional technology. That's what the CIA is for. This is our mail room. Oh man, I wanted to see the other parts of the house too. Oh Travis, you giant buffoon. Not M-A-L-E room, M-A-I-L room. As our celebrity status and influence grew, we had to do something about the influx of fan mail we were being sent. Not to mention the pounds of anthrax we were receiving daily. Right, that. So we designated a specific room in our house to opening letters, both good and bad, and hired someone to deal with the hate mail. I suppose you want me to introduce myself now to your silly little friends and your little fake television show on your stupid silly podcast? Hey! What did we say? No breaking the fourth wall. You don't control me. You're a sad little man with a magnifying glass who waltzes around on his twinkle toes harassing the good citizens of New York with phony concern over murders. Travis, Julia, this is Jane Lynch. She runs the mailroom. Personally, if you ask me, solving murders is a colossal waste of time. If it were up to me, the law would be that those in peak physical condition were allowed to murder all the uglies and the fatties from procreating and infesting my sightlines with their unfortunate physiques. Why is she dressed like my football? You talking to me, Kelsey? You wish I was your football coach. You wouldn't know the taste of victory if Taylor Swift stood over you and your sleep and pissed it on you. Do you understand? Uh, yeah? Yes what? 
Yes, ma'am. It's sir. Now drop and give me 20. Ah! I am loving the militant grandmother vibes from this gal. Why does she run the mailroom? She should be like a guest judge on Chopped or something instead. Yeah, we interviewed a lot of people, but Jane just had the best responses to our hate mail. And she's surprisingly resistant to anthrax and most other poisons. Is it really a surprise? I've honed my body to resist any and all forms of harm that I deem effeminate and soft. Seeing as how poison is a woman's method of killing, I've grown immune. You want to kill Jane Lynch? Might I recommend a 700 Nitro Express elephant gun? Alexa, add a 700 Nitro Express elephant gun to my Amazon shopping list. Right, we don't have an Alexa. Oh. Peyton, remind me to hire a personal assistant named Alexa. Uh, sure. Anyway, let's move on. Great. Oh, thank God. Not on my watch, fat boy. We're going to get that miserably flabby excuse of a body into shape and instill a proper bedwetting fear of authority in that thick skull. Oh, um, okay. Uh, just meet up with us later, Travis. She should really be your personal trainer instead of your male person. Yeah, she started out as that, but she kept insisting we needed to get crew cuts, and she put something in our morning smoothies that made me want to harm small animals, so we switched her to the mailroom. All right, if you'll follow us this way, Julia, you will see our beautiful kitchen. We wanted a fully staffed McDonald's as our kitchen, but when we asked their corporate office if we could legally do that, they just sent us back a copy of the 2004 film Supersize Me. So we got the next best thing. Which is what? A state-of-the-art kitchen and Britney Spears as a personal chef. It's Britney, bitch. Hell yeah, it is. Britney Spears, I am such a fan. You are such a champion of women's rights. I never would have guessed you were a personal chef, too. That's right. After the success of my first book, The Woman in Me, I decided to release a sequel called The Chef in Me. It's a cookbook. Yeah. She's been trying out her recipes for us all week. This page is my favorite. Here. Brittany's Pepsi Surprise. Ingredients? Pepsi. Step one. Open the can of Pepsi. Enjoy. Vibes. That's the surprise. It's only Pepsi. It's brilliant. Do you actually enjoy that? Pepsi is so bad for chakras. I haven't had a carbonated beverage since the 90s. Yeah, I really do like Britney's Pepsi Surprise. What's your favorite kind of Pepsi to use? What do you mean? Pepsi's Pepsi. Hey, that's my line. Actually, it's mine. I said it before you were born. What? No, I was very much alive. You're so funny, Jaden. You and Sean are always playing games with me. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Britney thinks we're her children for some reason. I think it's because Peyton looks like Kevin Federline. It's not that. So what kind of food does Brittany usually make? Anything, really. Let's ask her. Hey, Brittany, what's for dinner tonight? I'm debuting my new knife dance and then ordering something off of DoorDash. Yes, my favorite! Especially when you can save 75% off your next DoorDash order with the code DETECTIVEP75. Peyton, I told you giving people fake DoorDash discount codes isn't funny. That's how you get death threats. We already get death threats. Yeah, but this is how you get death threats that people will follow through on. Look at what happened to Ricky Gervais. Who the fuck is Ricky Gervais? I don't know. All I know is that he was trending on Twitter because of his DoorDash discount code that could give you 36 free empanadas from Empanada Mama when you buy 72 empanadas. And that it didn't work. Next day, he was dead. Oh my god. Did you two solve his murder? No way. That was too easy for us. Who killed him? The Empanada Mama. Duh. As I sat in Ryan Peyton's new crib... I couldn't help but wonder, was I spending my time with the wrong cribs? Was it time to put down the freelance blog website and pick up the ovulation test strips? What was that? Wait, do you guys have a sad aging woman who is slowly realizing her life isn't as glamorous as it used to be haunting your new home? 
they're this month's hottest accessory. No, we're still on the wait list for one of those, but let's head to the breakfast nook so you can see what that was. Welcome to our breakfast nook. Uh, hey guys, what I miss? Travis, Jane let you go? That's not like her. You don't think she's getting soft, do you? Well, you know, all that anthrax, it gets you eventually. Uh, no, I briefly died for a few seconds after my uh, third rep of atomic burpees. So Jane left to get some lie to dissolve my body and hide the evidence. Uh, but while she was gone, I revived myself and made a run for it. You revived yourself? How? Well, I said by myself, but Taylor helped. What? Taylor Swift is here? Uh, no. She had a monitor installed on my heart so she could always know my heart rate and if I was looking at anyone who elevated my heartbeat because she considers that cheating. Uh, so I guess there's like a safety involved that shocks my heart if it ever stops. Oh, oh okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I was about to get biblical. So, uh, where are we? Oh, this is our breakfast nook. It's so big. Yeah, this is a little big to be a breakfast nook. I'm a size queen. Yeah, it's actually our dining room, but we have to call it a breakfast nook to please Sarah Jessica Parker. Why are those three people in your breakfast nook? I run their blogs, of course. Your blogs? Of course. Rise blog is our second biggest source of income besides our likenesses. As soon as we blocked all the mean gays who hated him for lying about having Pedro Pascal's underwear and switched his primary demographic to middle-aged white women who still describe gay men as sassy, the blog really took off. Yeah. Peyton's blog has fewer followers and makes less money, but that's okay because we all know its primary purpose is to give her an outlet to vent her anger so she doesn't kidnap Shannon Abernathy and put her in a saw trap. Well, the blog and the fact that I don't know how to build a saw trap. But as soon as I get a torture engineering degree, I'm coming for you, Shannon. Do you think she's watching this right now? No, she's a Christian. She doesn't watch MTV. Where do you even get a torture engineering degree? Golly gee, I just don't remember. Same university by the river that accepted Candace Kardashian. Who? Kardashian? Um, uh, what? No one? Uh, SJP, why don't you read our most recent blog posts? I'd love to. We'll start with Rye. <clears throat> Have we, as queer people, forgotten how to exist in straight space? Or do we simply not want to fit in? Are straight people and gay people two trains moving in opposite directions? Can one ever catch the other? Are we simply too far apart? I woke up today to the hot, musky smell of a late-night orgy. After peeling myself off of the bear I'd bedded that night and disentangling from the twink who decided to join, I wandered to the bathroom to check if my fleeting youth was still fleeting. I looked to my left and discovered a bottle of prep. It wasn't mine, but I figured whoever owned the bottle wouldn't miss one pill. Better safe than sorry when it came to HIV. I swallowed the pill down with my pride and began the laborious task of searching for my clothes amid the piles of designer dress donned by my younger, hotter, and more successful sexual exploits. An old navy t-shirt sunk to the bottom of a sea of Gucci and Yves Saint Laurent. Is that what I was? I was pulled from my self-hating stupor by a text from an old friend of mine. I remembered that I was late for brunch. I quickly gathered my things and took to the streets trying to remember what burrow my popper's addled mind carried me to last night. I texted my friend that I was running late, but assured her my tardiness wouldn't affect the tickets to Wicked I had managed to snag last week, or the Lady Gaga theme night at the gay bar we frequented in college. I managed to fit myself and the weight of my parents' appointment into an Uber and watched the streets roll by. I caught a glimpse of my haggard self in the window and had to ask myself, 
I was so overworked trying to fit in with the other members of the LGBT. But when would I start showing myself some L-O-V-E? Wow. That was... Awful. Oh, I, I was going to say spot on, but to each their own. What What the hell is this, Sarah? Who do you think I am? A prostitute in the 80s? Why am I a disappointment to my parents? Because they want grandchildren. What? Why does everyone always assume that? My parents already have grandchildren. My brother has two kids. What? You're an uncle? No, I'm a gunkle. Isn't your brother in a wheelchair? He can still have children, Peyton. Not what I meant, but okay. Are the kids in wheelchairs too, or can they walk? It doesn't work like that, Travis. One of them is pigeon-toed, but other than that, they're fine. Sarah, you can't post this on my blog. I already did. You did? But it sounds nothing like me. You just don't get it. You know what? Let's just hear what she wrote for my blog. Maybe that'll be a little more accurate. Thank you, Peyton. Let's see. Why was Shannon Abernathy such a giant bitch? Great start. See, Rai, she knows what she's doing. But I suppose the better question to ask myself is, why do I hate Shannon Abernathy so much? What? She knows why I hate her. Everyone knows why I hate her. I don't. I don't want to talk about it, Rai. Sure. Shannon hurt me. But did she really deserve the fire ants in her wedding cake? (laughs) Yes. And was it right for me to put pictures of her on an ISIS recruitment website? I think so. Most of all, I want to reflect on the time I tried to get the internet to blame her son for the Boston bombing, even though he wasn't even born when it happened. I must admit, the process was arduous and the payoff was minimal. So as I lay awake at night, feelings of unfulfillment keeping me from the sweet escape of sleep, I can't help but wonder... Perhaps what Shannon Abernathy really deserved was an apology. (laughs) An apology? Are you fucking crazy? No. No, she does not deserve an apology. She deserves to fall into the alligator exhibit at the zoo. Sarah, how could you write this? I don't like to see friends fight. We aren't friends. We never were. We literally hated each other as soon as we met. I don't know, Pei. Seems like she knows what she's doing. Shut up, Rye. Wouldn't you rather spend your time buying shoes or knocking on restaurant windows instead of going gray over this innocent girl? She is not innocent, and I'm not going gray. Didn't you just buy hair regrowth serum to fix your hairline? You're right. I'll be quiet. Don't even think about posting this on my blog, Sarah. My followers don't want to hear this ooey-gooey bullshit. They want to hear sordid tales of my revenge. I didn't post it. Oh, thank God. I sent it directly to Shannon Abernathy. Sarah Jessica Parker, I am going to kill you. Oh, you're a suspect if she ends up dead now. Shut up, Rye! Shannon said she wants to reach out and make amends. You gave her my phone number? No, 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 no. This is not happening. This is not happening. What's wrong? Oh, I'm getting hundreds of text messages from random phone numbers asking to see me in nothing but my giant shoes and clown nose. God damn it. She put my phone number on a sexy clown chat room again. Again? What makes a clown sexy? I mean, the colorful hair is nice. And that bow tie is really cool and super fun. I guess I like how good they are at making balloon animals, too. That's really nice. Oh, oh, I get it now. Fuck, 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 everyone be quiet. I need to sign Shannon up for one of those psychiatric studies where they kidnap you from your home and don't let you leave no matter what you say, and then they shock your genitals until you cry. Oh, maybe they'll give her a lobotomy. I'm going to request one. Okay, girl, save the crazy till the cameras stop rolling. We just gained the public's affection. Let's not lose it because you had a mental breakdown on TV. This is the first step towards friendship. Female friendship is so important. That's why I have my Sex in the City girls. Doesn't Kim Cattrall hate you? Like, so much? Sarah, you're fired. Pack up your computer and go. But where am I going to find a breakfast nook this nice? 
Nowhere, because this is a dining room. Wow, I am so sorry you had to see that ugliness, but Sarah has been dealt with, so let's get back to the tour. So, when you say dealt with, do you mean you put her in a machine that turns you into goo? Julia, please, don't be ridiculous. We would never put someone in the goo machine by force. We just heavily suggested she get in herself. Let's leave that in the past. Now, this is one of my favorite rooms in the house. <clears throat> Good evening, Miss Peyton. Care to talk about your feelings? Oh, no, not now, Jacob. We're doing a tour for MTV Cribs. Hey, <laughs> I know you. You're the guy from the bathtub. <laughs> Travis, you watch Saltburn? Saltburn? What am I, a snail? No, I got a rubber ducky that looks just like him. I can't take a bath without it. Wait, you have a Jacob Alordi rubber ducky? It even talks with that funny little accent. Well, that somehow managed to be weirder than you seeing Saltburn. But um, where exactly did you get the rubber ducky? Why don't you tell the camera what Jacob Alordi is doing here and what room we're in? Oh, right, 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 okay. Welcome to the library, an entire room filled with our favorite books, as well as a bunch of unopened self-help books we promised our therapist we'd read. How many therapists do you have? Three. One for each of us, and then one who deals with both of us. <laughs> We're going to have to get the one who sees both of us a really good Christmas present. Yeah, we always do. Anyway, the library also has a fireplace, a full bar, Jacob Alordi in a tuxedo to ask you how your day was, and a pool table. A pool? I didn't bring my bathing suit. Do y'all mind if I skinny dip? Yes. No. Peyton. What? I want to see what Taylor likes about him. It's not a pool, Travis. It's a pool table. We wanted a swimming pool, but then they found out we were going to use it to keep beluga whales, so we had our pool privileges revoked. Money can't buy everything. So, like, what is Jacob Alordi doing here? Uh, basically, they pay me to sit here and listen to their problems and tell them it's going to be okay. Why? Dunno. I'll just do what they tell me. He has big hands, so it feels nice when he pats you on the back and says, there, there. Ooh, uh, I want to try. Oh, um, okay. Uh, there, there, Travis. It'll be okay. Wow, I feel better already. Why do you have to wear the tux? Because he looks good in a tux. That's not even the best part of the library. If you come over to this little room, you will see a dead body on the floor. Uh, Peyton, is this yours? <laughs> you two are hilarious. You have got to host SNL. Thank you, I agree. But uh, what's this about a dead body? Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of here on the floor. What was supposed to be in there? A soft serve ice cream machine. Oh, man. I know. Why does this always happen? We went so long without seeing a dead celebrity, and now there's one in our brand new home. Who's dead, Rye? Oh, uh, hang on. Let me flip him over. It's, uh, oh. It's Justin Timberlake. Oh, God, that's awful. There, there. Were you a big fan? No. Then what's wrong? Who the hell would invite Justin Timberlake into our home? That's despicable. Julia, uh, Travis, would you mind if Peyton and I had a moment alone? Totally. We can shoot the B-roll. Do y'all have a basketball court? I want a 1v1 Jacob Alordi. Do we have a what? And you want to do what to him? Ugh, never mind. I'm just going to go look at the fish tank. Okay, just don't film any of the fish. They're endangered species we're keeping legally as pets. Okay, what do we do? About the body? What else would I be talking about? The water damage in the guest bedroom. No, of course I'm talking about the... Wait, what water damage? On the ceiling. There's a giant watermark that looks like a two-headed snake being cut in half with a flaming sword. Oh. Huh. That sounds kind of satanic, doesn't it? That's what I'm worried about. It's always so hot in that room, too. Who used to own this place again? 
Salman Rushdie. Isn't that the guy who people kept trying to kill because he wrote that book about Satanism? Yeah, that's the guy. That's probably not related to the guest bedroom though, right? I don't know. Maybe Justin Timberlake died during some sort of satanic ritual. No way. Not even Satan wants his soul. (sighs) Okay, then what happened? Who the hell let Justin Timberlake into our house? Well, I don't know who let him in, but it's pretty obvious who killed him, right? What? It is? Peyton, don't play dumb. Who Oh, you don't mean... Brittany had to have killed him. No one has more motivation to kill than her. And his body is covered in stab wounds. Clearly he was a victim to a Britney knife dance. Yeah, but then that means she has to go to jail and can't be our personal chef anymore. She orders DoorDash so well. How are we going to replace her? Look, let's just talk to everyone and see what they know. Maybe someone let him in so Britney could kill him and they're, they're an accomplice or something. <sighs> okay, okay, yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. That's what people are supposed to think, right? I don't know. I didn't go to detective school. God, I'm getting such bad flashbacks. You don't think we need to worry about Blake Shelton, do we? No, they dumped his body in the ocean, like Osama Bin Laden. Okay, whew. So crazy how all of the killings stopped for a few months, and now all of a sudden they're happening again. It's almost like the start of a second season. Thank you so much for meeting us all in the library. Unfortunately, we found a dead body. Look, I can explain that. Turns out Travis Kelsey is a wimpy soy boy, the likes of which the world has never seen. I was going to take care of that body, but it went up and walked off on me. I hate when that happens. What? Oh, right. You um, killed Travis Kelsey. Uh, no, Taylor Swift revived him, so we aren't here for that. Taylor's here? Taylor, she's here? Where? No, uh, no, Taylor Swift isn't here. She revived Travis with some weird pseudoscience heart rate tracker defibrillator thing. I don't know. Travis, you told me this. Why don't you remember? I was looking at the fishes. Okay, so, if Kelsey didn't bite the dust, why the hell am I here wasting my time? I have tons of work to do. Someone has to tell those kids in Yemen that I keep sending you hate mail that Santa Claus isn't real. Right. Thanks. Um, Justin Timberlake is dead. Wait, sorry. I thought this was just a bit for the show. Is someone actually dead? Yes. Oh, should we stop recording out of, like, respect? No, it's fine. Justin is dead. Yeah, are you okay? Of course I am. I'm stronger than yesterday. Now it's nothing but my way. Are you saying he was in your way and you had to get rid of him? Oh, uh, no, Peyton, those are song lyrics. Oh, right, thank you. Uh, but we have to ask, Brittany, did you kill Justin Timberlake? Why would I kill him? Didn't you just write an entire book on reasons you have for wanting to kill him? That was in the 90s. If I wanted to kill him then, I would have done it then. There's no point to it now. He's getting canceled by the internet. That's a fate worse than death. Huh. That is surprisingly true. But if you didn't do it, then who did? The only people we're sure are innocent are me, Rye, and Julia. Vibes. What about me? I didn't kill the little guy. You were gone for a good part of the day. You definitely had time to kill and then come back to us and act like nothing happened. Besides, I mean, you're so big, you could have accidentally killed someone by hugging him too hard. This isn't of mice and men, Peyton. Yeah, I don't have any mice. I tried to keep them in my pocket, but they chewed holes in them and ran down my legs like that nursery rhyme. What nursery rhyme? You know, hickory dickory duck, the mouse ran up my leg, his little nails cut the mouse with my butt, hickory dickory duck. Oh, did you just come up with that right now? Yeah, what do you think? I have a rap feature in Hillary Clinton's next album. Okay. So which one of you killed Justin Timberlake then? Why on earth would we let that little tidbit slip to you? You think just because you and grown-up Cindy Lou who took down one country music star that we're just going to confess our sins to you? Well, that's too bad, Muffin Top. This is going to be a little harder than that. I'm used to things being difficult. You want to know what real difficulty is? Try sending your memoir to seven different publishing houses and getting told that Colleen Hoover is a better bet. Oh, God. Okay. Couldn't hurt to ask. 
You frequently talk about all the horrible stuff you do, so I thought you might want to brag about killing someone. And what horrible stuff are you referring to? I'll have you know that every third Wednesday of the month I volunteer at the local homeless shelter waxing all the Italian ladies' upper lips. Didn't you just try to dissolve Travis Kelsey's body in acid after you thought you killed him by making him work too hard? I don't see your point, princess. Okay, moving on. Are you sure that Britney Spears didn't do it? She still had the best motive, and I didn't do it then, so why would I do it now is not actually an alibi. Since when have we not considered that an alibi? I don't know. I wasn't planning on solving a murder today, so I'm not in the right mindset. I need to calm down and watch TV or something. Uh, Okay, you go put something on. I'm going to go read through this book I found to see if it might help. Celebrity Murder Solving for Dummies. That is extremely specific. I know. What a lucky coincidence. Ugh. God, who was watching The Kissing Booth? Don't talk about The Kissing Booth! Alright, calm down, Nate Jacobs. I'm just asking a question. Hey, Rye, were you watching The Kissing Booth in here last night and forget to turn it off? Well, I was entertaining a gentleman caller last night, and The Kissing Booth isn't really date bait, so no, I wasn't. Sorry, Jacob. Let's all just forget I was even in those movies, alright? And please forget about the haircut. Trust me, we're trying to. But I still want to know who was watching it. Just look and see whose Netflix profile is being used. Better not be mine. I don't need this shit messing with my algorithm. Oh, what the hell? What? It's Justin Timberlake's account. Justin Timberlake was watching The Kissing Booth? No, worse. He he watched all three, and then when he finished the third, he just started over from the beginning. Who the fuck would do that to themselves? Once again, sorry, Jacob. Stop apologizing! I hate those movies and I hate talking about them. I wish everyone who liked them was dead. Everyone who liked them? You mean, like, Justin Timberlake? Yeah, sure, him. So, when you came in here and saw he was watching The Kissing Booth, you killed him. No, that's not what happened at all. He wasn't here when I was. He must have already been dead by the time I got my tux on. What a coincidence that you were in here all this time right next to a dead body and didn't notice. I'm not capable of killing anyone. I'm a baby girl. No, 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 Jacob, no. You are a baby girl. You're not a baby girl. What's the difference? People are not calling you a female infant. They're saying you're, like, gentle and and sweet and... and I I don't know. Please don't make me explain internet slang. Uh, Okay. Well, whatever I am, I'm not the killer. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You aren't the killer. Then who is? Still haven't figured that out, Muffin Top? Pathetic. See, I used my superior intellect to deduce the killer through eye contact and perspiration 20 minutes ago. Now I'm just waiting for you two American Girl rejects to figure it out. You solved the murder? Do you want to give us a hint? Nope. God, I hate you. It's fine, Rye. I have an idea. Sarah, why don't you tell us about your day? I thought you'd never ask. Well... The perfect start to any day is stepping into a pair of Jimmy Choo's before my feet even hit the ground. From the moment I opened my eyes, I knew it was a stiletto day. After I slipped into the day and into my favorite pair of shoes at the same time, I stumbled through my impossibly bright apartment and breathed in the smell of New York City. I checked my phone as I walked into the lobby of this building. Early again, just how I liked it. I was relishing my ability to be the perfect working girl when my train of thought was derailed by a familiar bearded face. Justin Timberlake joined me in the elevator, and as the floors ascended, my mood descended, remembering the mistake I almost made, allowing him to be in Just Like That Season 3. He smiled his $10 smile at me, and I smiled back, looking past him to a future where he wasn't the center of my attention. As if our brief interaction wasn't bad enough, the bearded bully had the audacity to ask me when we would begin filming. I knew then and there what the rest of my day would look like. I let my stilettoed feet follow Justin to the library. I let my manicured hands pick up Brittany's memoir and hit him over the head with it. 
And when I found that knife between the pages, I stabbed him several times. As I stood over the bleeding corpse of the singer, I couldn't help but wonder who would commit the same act for me. Would the woman in me support the woman I wanted to be? Wait, why was there a knife in between the pages of Brittany's book? God damn it, Sarah. I was using that as a bookmark. I'm never going to remember what page I was on. Yeah, that's all we needed to hear, actually. You're going to jail, Sarah. Ooh, can I put her in handcuffs? Um, we don't have handcuffs. Well, I I do, but they're not for arresting murderers. Besides, we don't do that part. We aren't cops. I thought your catchphrase was, we don't have guns, we're not cops. It was, but we have guns now, so we can't really keep saying it. Vibes. I've tried dialing 000, but it's not going through. Do you think someone cut the phone lines? You have lived in America long enough to know the number is 911. Don't act stupid, Alordi. Don't worry about it. I'll arrest her. Jane, you're not a cop either. That's where you're wrong, Toaster Strudel. According to the state of New York, I am an official member of the Task Force Against Terrorism. Have been for 15 years. I... Uh, okay, just arrest her. As I was being taken to jail, I couldn't help but wonder, was I ever going to have another high heel day? Or would I be stuck with prison slippers for the rest of my life? And just like that, Sarah was gone. Uh, well, that was our show, everyone. Thank you so much for watching MTV Cribs. Special shout out to Peyton and Rye for sharing their crib with us and for solving a murder in front of the camera. I'm your host, Julia Fox. And I'm Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Till next time, make sure to keep your vibes in check. Oh, God, what an awful TV show. I'm never watching that shit again, and this is the last time I try to watch something other than Mad Men. Oh, and remember, all scenarios depicted in this podcast are entirely fictional. The use of all celebrity likenesses are purely for comedic use. No celebrities were harmed in the making of this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the brand new season of Celebrity Who Done It. Episodes premiere bi-weekly every other Friday. What does season two have in store for Detective Rye and Detective Peyton? Lots of celebrities, maybe some historical figures, definitely some bad impressions, and a whole lot of squagalotch. Be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Celebrity Who Done It Pod to stay updated on all things Celebrity Who Done It.